Well, here we go yet again. And for some reason, uh, the echo in my uh, earphones are worse than usual. Like I'm hearing myself uh, again after I say something. Okay, but we'll persevere. Okay, here we go. You are listening to KPCALP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, uh, this is March 31st. This is the International Day of Visibility for Transgender People. Okay, I'm going to have a little bit more to say about that uh, a little bit later in the th in the show. Okay, man, this is going to be very annoying. Uh, I've got to consult with my uh, audio engineer, Dennis, uh, on how to cut down the, the amount of echo. Okay, all right. So, uh, this show will be aired... Uh, well, this is show number 62 to begin with, and uh, this will be aired on uh, April 3rd, this coming Sunday at the usual time, 9 p.m. And I got to say uh, again, uh, the absolute and correct views of the Midnight Skeptic, even though they should be the views of Petaluma Community Access, are not necessarily their views. I suspect that they are their views because um, I'm a liberal, progressive, blah, 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 lefty, you know, on and on and on and on. And uh, most of the people that work down there, including the station manager and the um, CEO of it, they share my views. They really do. Okay. Uh, send all rant requests and hate mail and death threats to the Midnight Skeptic at gmail.com. Uh, all lowercase letters, all one word. Okay. Uh, shout outs. Shout out, shout outs. My international fans, I guess you could call them, uh, on the that get my program on anchor.com, which uh, is the parent company uh, to Spotify and many other um, podcast agglomerators. Okay. East Coast, uh, Gerilyn Goldfinger, Amelia Beamer, Nelson and Alice Lydell, uh, over to um, Arkansas, although she's still here. Um, you know, I had a, a very wonderful massage uh, from Shannon Reed of Arkansas, and she's going to be driving back 
um, I don't know, probably in a couple of days. Uh, and let's see, Arizona, I'm going to be talking a bit about their hateful governor in a, a little bit later in the show. But Arizona, my brother Brandon and his wife Mina and their daughter Andrea, who's a nurse, I tell her over and over again to take care of herself at the hospital she works at. And her husband, uh, Tim, um, retired Marine Corps after 20 years, uh, and they're three little terrorists. And then uh, down in Patagonia, Arizona, Karina Hilliard, over to L.A., uh, Jackie and Wayne Kolar up to Pacifica, Stan and Kathy Gustafson, and then further on up to uh, Sebastopol. I just had a really nice lunch with uh, uh, Rich uh, Berger and then also to his wife, uh, Kathy. Uh, happy birthday, Kathy. Okay, and then uh, let's see, Sacramento, Dave and Rosita Takach, and uh, Mickey Huff, the godfather of uh, Project Censored, uh, their book uh, 2022 is out now, so look for it at your local bookstore. And uh, the Sonora crowd, Bob and Sandy Fisher. Bob, I hope you're recovering nicely from your fall. And um, their daughter, Martha, who is also a nurse. And um, take care of yourself, too. Wear your PPEs. And uh, Daryl Larson, Judy May, and Leonidas Maciel. And then all the way down to Mexico City, an ex-Sonoraite, is... Uh, uh, Rosie Lopez Negrete, and uh, I see your postings on Facebook all the time, and I get a chance to try to translate your Spanish into English that I could understand. Okay, uh, locally, Nariman and uh, Tim uh, Conrad, great photographer, Tom and Nancy Throw. And then uh, my son down in Tiburon, uh, who listens in occasionally. Uh, let's see, who'd I miss? Who'd I miss? Uh, oh, Katati, um, uh, Lori and Kevin Conrad. And uh, let's see, I think that's it. Anyway, if it's not, I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. There's a lot of stuff to get to today. Texas censorship again? Uh, a Texas librarian was fired for not pulling books off the shelf of a public library. Uh, I mean, it's it, it, at least it wasn't a school library. Not that there, that would be less bad, but uh, this is a public library. Okay, uh, she was fired for not pulling books off a shelf. I think uh, it's in response to this list of uh, 850 books that this uh, uh, ridiculous Republican uh, state legislator came up with that he distributed to uh, school districts around uh, all the school districts around Texas. Uh, I can't remember his name. I did a segment on him about four or five shows ago. Um, okay, I'm off my notes again. Okay, 
let's see. Uh, okay, the, the librarian's name is Suzette Baker, and she was fired on March 9th um, by the Kingsland Branch Library in Llano County. Now, that's a Spanish word, capital L-L-A-N-O County, Llano. That's how it's pronounced. Uh, the termination letter cited, quote, unquote, insubordination violation of policies and failure to follow instructions, meaning she didn't pull all the books off the shelves that they wanted her to pull off. God, I, I, Texas dystopia foisted off on the people of Texas by Republicans. Okay, this is all part of my rant. Another sip right quick. Okay, okay, this is her quote from Suzette Baker. I told my boss that pulling books off the shelves was censorship. Of course it is. That's what Republicans are all about. Okay, the banned book movement in Texas is fueled by a right-wing conservative Christian think tank's that want to turn this country in a, into a sanitized, ethno-white theocracy. These are her words, and, and they're perfect. They really are. That's what uh, the Republicans and their Southern Baptist base would have this country become, if they could. Let's all voters make sure that it doesn't become that this coming November uh, election. Okay. A sanitized ethno-white theocracy. Okay. If you're as, as afraid of the country becoming that as I am, well, get out and vote and be democratic activists. Okay. Who? Let me let that sink in for just a minute. All right. Uh, good news from the Ukrainian International Brigade. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, U.S. volunteers are in the front lines. And here's a quote from James Vasquez, a U.S. Army veteran and a, uh, a building contractor from Connecticut, and who decided to go over there. And I don't know whether he's married or has kids or all of that kind of stuff. Um, but he felt the need to help the Ukrainians. Okay, here's a quote from him. Um, okay, James Vasquez. Okay, quote, I kind of feel like I'm on an awesome, very dangerous vacation. When I need to amp myself up for battle, I just think about the most punchable face on the planet, Tucker Carlson. Good for him. All right. Good for him. And I agree. Uh, the most punchable face on the planet, Tucker Carlson. Uh. 
Okay, uh, some good news. Um, I mentioned her on my last show last week, but uh, the female Ukrainian soldier th that I mentioned last week is named Tetiana um, Chor uh, Chornovol, capital C-H-O-R-N-O-V-O-L. I spelled her first name last week as I thought it was Tatiana, but like T. A-T-I-A-N-A, -A -A, but hers is T-E-T. -E okay. And she's 42, and she's the mother of two. Her husband was killed in the Donbass region uh, fighting against the Russians there. Uh, and now you can check her out on YouTube and uh, go to From Journalist to MP. That means Member of Parliament. Uh, to anti-tank operator in Ukraine, and then comma, YouTube. You'll get there. Okay. Uh, enough of that. Okay. Uh, uh, I wish this were better news, but it's bad news. Florida, bad news. The bad news state. Uh, Ron DeSantis today, which uh, at the time I was writing this was Monday the March 28th, he signed the so-called Don't Say Gay Bill, or as it's actually titled, Parental Rights in Education Bill. Uh, parental rights in education is something I'm going to uh, devote a large segment of uh, maybe the next show or the one after that. Because, yes, parents have a vested interest in how their kids are educated, but they're not trained specialists. Teachers are. And I get it that there's a handful, a small handful, of incompetent teachers or maybe malevolent teachers. I, I don't know. The, not many most teachers are dedicated, hardworking uh, professionals that don't just put in an eight-hour day. They take their home work back with them, you know, grading papers and all that. They work far more than an eight-hour day, and they deserve more respect than Republicans ever give them. Okay, uh, enough of a rant. Okay. And let's see, parental rights and education bill, the actual name of the bill. Um, Senator Dennis Baxley, God, this echo in the is really affecting me today. Okay, uh, Senator Dennis Baxley, the bill's sponsor, and he's a Republican, of course, said in the floor debate, the bill doesn't use those kind of terms, meaning homosexuality, heterosexuality, or bisexuality, and gender-related identity, appearance, or behavior. He responded, man or woman. Uh, Republicans and the MAGA heads and the conservatives and the Southern Baptists are just cannot see the gray area between um, 
term between absolute terms. They they can't see nuances. They're just intellectually incapable of it. Okay, let's see. Uh, I'm off this. Okay, uh, Senator Dennis Baxley, man or woman? Either you got a pee pee between your legs, or you got a wooey between your legs. Um, I'm off of my notes again. Okay, he responded, man or woman, to questioning later as his simplistic definition of sexual orientation. The bill states that, and this is right from the bill, discussion about sexual orientation or classroom instruction about gender identity is prohibited. Well, there are no um, lesson plans from kindergarten through third grade about sexuality or um, gender identity. That's just a problem that, well, it's a non-problem uh, that Republicans leap on to satisfy their base. If those topics come up, it's just in the natural discussion between kids or a teacher who might be gay, uh, in the case of a woman, might have her wife's picture on the desk. And there's something that has come up that I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Um, teachers, K through three, do not set their kids down in front of them and say, this is how... Two men or two women have sex or anything like that. It's just fear-mongering. That's what Republicans uh, and their uh, uh, think tanks think. Or I use the word think in its absolute loosest term. Okay, uh, this, okay, this bill is purposefully vague, said Democratic Senator Tina Polsky. Some of us have been have been teaching, and we should listen to them, meaning teachers, professional teachers. Medical decisions, educational decisions should not be sullied by Republicans. Oh, okay. Okay, let me take a breath here. Okay, um, another sip. Republicans are America's Taliban. Okay, uh, Idaho Senate Bill 1309. Governor Brad Little signed uh, Senate Bill 1309 outlawing abortions after fetal cardiac activity is detected. And it doesn't matter whether a heartbeat is there or not. There's only one issue in the um, anti-abortion pro-life Michigas, and that is, who is in control of women's bodies? The state? or women themselves, I trust women to make their own decisions about how they, how they live their lives. Okay.
Uh, okay, I'm off my notes again. In uh, Senate Bill 1309 in Idaho, um, civil lawsuits could be filed against medical professionals. Okay, get this. Even by the family of the rapist in the case of a woman becoming pregnant by being raped. Uh, in this law, the family, uh, her, like her family, um, and even the rapist's family have an interest in her not having an abortion. Okay, even the family of the rapist. This is Idaho. Okay, they're giving Florida a run for its money. Okay, uh, women who become pregnant in Idaho surrender their autonomy to the state of Idaho. On a related note, the Taliban in Afghanistan have reneged on their promise to let girls go to school. Uh, even to their girls-only middle schools. It was a very heartbreaking um, segment on, uh, on a news show I was watching about a, a teacher uh, standing up in front of a classroom full of girls in their black dresses and white hijabs announcing that they could no longer be in school. And the girls were crying as they filed out of the classroom and out of the school. And uh, it, it was heart-wrenching to see that. And the Taliban, I'm not done with them yet, I, I should start calling the Taliban the Republicans of Afghanistan. That would be more accurate. Okay, um, and the Taliban are refusing to allow women to get on airplanes without a male guardian to go with them. Uh, okay, this feeds into my hypothesis that I've said over and over and over and over again on the Midnight Skeptic Show. All religions are misogynistic. Some, some are just more blatant blatantly evil than others. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's no exception. I, I, I think I might have mentioned once before that there may be an exception, the Wiccan religion, and I don't know enough about that to know what their religious precepts are, but I think that they value and uh, give equality they don't give equality. Equality is not something that somebody or something gives to somebody else. It's just our acknowledging that women are equal equal to men in the Wiccan religion. But all others are just blatantly and evilly misogynistic. Okay. I've got to come up with more good news. Uh, Stan Gustafson, are you listening to this? I'm really trying to find good news, and I've found a few. Okay, good news. The anti-gay Kentucky County clerk, Kim Davis, remember her, people? 
who refused to issue a marriage license to two gay men because she is a quote-unquote good Christian. Um, she will be held financially liable in a federal court now. A federal judge ruled against her on March 18th, which is Friday, uh, two Fridays ago, okay, uh, in a civil suit brought by two same-sex couples to whom she had refused to grant marriage licenses. She must go to trial for the jury to determine monetary damages. And I've seen a few pictures of her online, oh, dabbing at her tears, and she's so uh, feeling picked on by non-Christians in her mind, uh, the court system. Uh, too bad, Kim Davis. Um, is she working on her fourth or fifth marriage? I'm not quite sure, but a lot of them. Okay, more good news. President Biden just signed the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill into law. And I mentioned the anti-lynching law the, uh, named after Emmett Till. I think it was two shows ago. Um, anyway, he signed the uh, Emmett Till anti-lynching bill into law. Uh, and it, uh, let's see, when did he do it? March 29th. When did he sign this? It was Tuesday. Yeah, okay. Uh, two days ago. All right. Lynching is now a federal hate crime. It passed the Senate unanimously. Oh, even Republicans voted for it. And it passed the House by a vote of 422 to 3. Well, guess who the three were? that voted against it. They were Republicans. I'm not going to tell you their names at all. I think I mentioned them uh, when I first brought up the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill. Uh, I'm not going to go back and look for who these exactly were. They were Republicans. Um, so the only thing I can figure out is that these three Republicans in the House of Representatives who voted against this think that uh, lynching should not be a hate crime. Maybe they think it shouldn't be a crime at all. Maybe they think it's a manifestation of critical race theory. All right, enough of that. Oh, boy. Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene should I even waste my time talking about her? I mean, it's like beating a dead horse. Okay, uh, she evidently doesn't know how bathrooms work. I'll explain. This past weekend, she attacked Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg and his husband by telling them at a Georgia MAGA-head conservative stupid Republican rally. I think it, it was the one that uh, the orange sociopathic bloat bag spoke at. Anyway, um, she said at the rally, uh, 
Pete Buttigieg and his husband to stay out of girls' bathrooms. Okay. Now, lest you don't believe me, her exact words, and it's available online. Okay. In her whiny-ass, high-pitched voice, you know what? Pete Buttigieg can take his electric vehicles and his bicycles, and he and his husband can stay out of our girls' bathrooms. Okay, that's that's my Marjorie Taylor Greene imitation. Doesn't work very well, but who cares? Okay, uh, this really summarizes the hateful, fearful, and especially ignorant MAGA-head conservative Republican Party. She's confusing homophobia with transphobia and a fear of alternative energy is also a MAGA-head motivator. Uh, if you want to see something sickening and uh, emblematic of MAGA heads fear of progress, Google running coal and you will see these uh, huge pickup trucks like passing up a bicyclist or a hiker or um, or uh, let's or a Prius. They have a little switch inside the cab of the pickup that they flip. And it will blow out some black, sticky smoke out of their tailpipe just to show these liberals what a real man is like. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Uh, oh, and her rally goers cheered when she said this. Please, come November elections... Don't let these MAGA-head, cracker, conservative GOPers win control of our country. Please get out and be activists. Uh, I'm a democratic, lefty, progressive, liberal activist as much as I can be, given my situation. But I try. Okay. Whew. Let's see, I mentioned this before, and I will... Uh, talk about it a little more now. Uh, today, March 31st, is International Transgender Day of Visibility. It was founded by Rachel Campbell in uh, 2009, and who is a Michigan transgender activist and the executive director of Transgender Michigan. It is a day of awareness and celebration of the success of transgender and gender non-conforming and non-binary people. Okay, uh, GLAD's uh, Studio Responsibility Index. Now, if, for those of you who don't know, G-L-A-A-D, and I got to admit, I don't know exactly what this stands for, but it's a, it's a media watchdog group for uh, uh, the LGBTQ people. G-L-A-A-D, Gays and Lesbians, A-A-D, I, I don't know what that stands for. 
I should know that, though. I mean, it's... Anyway, uh, I will find that out for you um, by next show. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, Glad's Studio Responsibility Index reported no transgender characters in a major movie uh, this year. Okay. In fact, I don't know whether it's just this year or maybe the last decade. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, the majority of Americans learn about trans people from the entertainment industry and the media. That's why it's important for the media, you know, that's movies and television and streaming services, it's very important for them to get the transgender experience right. Okay, there was a series called Transparent, okay. And, uh, oh, geez, I'm forgetting the producer of that or producer-director of that. Anyway, that's another thing I'll find out for you. Well, I, I talked about her once um, on a show about uh, six or seven shows ago. Anyway, it'll probably, it's a brain freeze, one of my many brain freezes. I will, uh, it'll probably pop into my mind, maybe even before the show's over. Okay, okay. Good news, um, maybe derived from bad news. A Texas art teacher, it's always Texas or Florida or Idaho or Tennessee, or Kentucky. It's always those Republican-controlled states. Okay, I'm riffing. Okay, a Texas art teacher, Stacy Bailey, was placed on administrative leave for talking about, quote-unquote, her future wife in class. Now, she was uh, an art teacher at a grammar school. I assume this means candy, uh, kindergarten through sixth grade or maybe through fifth grade, depending on how they do their middle schools in Texas. But, and this is back in uh, 2018 that she was um, suspended. Okay, well, it's been adjudicated now. Okay, a parent who no doubt is a conservative MAGA head, and that's my assumption about him, uh, complained to the school district saying that Bailey was, in this or his words, promoting the homosexual agenda. Ooh. According to court documents, okay, and these were his, his exact words, Okay, the school district near Fort Worth agreed to remove, and this is in the court settlement, remove her eight-month leave from her record, administrative leave. Okay, that can mean almost anything. Okay, uh, remove it from her record, as well as offer mandatory training on LGBTQ issues to their uh, human resources uh, department and counselors 
in its schools. Okay. Uh, oh, and she got a hundred thousand uh, dollars. It's part of the settlement from the Mansfield Independent School District near Fort Worth. Okay, Ms. Bailey was the two-time Teacher of the Year, and she was given a welcome back presentation and party in August of uh, 2017. Now, the, the timeline is not quite here. I don't know why she was given a welcome back presentation. This is like a year before she was uh, administratively suspended. Okay. Uh, Bailey, um, Stacy Bailey said, that's one of the biggest reasons that I did stand up because I thought that if I would have stayed silent or I would have just resigned, that this would have just happened to someone else after me. So she was very brave in standing up for her rights. Her attorney, C.N. Smith, said she's glad to be finally able to speak about this. The settlement uh, was reached in February 24th, 2020. Okay, that's eh, two years ago. Um, the complaining father, whose name was Paul Holding, who also has uh, two daughters uh, who attend this grammar school, uh, he said in talking to the school board to justify his complaint that Bailey told her students not to think it is gross for same-sex couples to be together. Now, she didn't mention sex. She didn't start educating him about uh, gay sexuality. See, she just said, be together. And this is from the uh, records of uh, the testimony of Paul Holding. Uh, and then he goes on. She told the class they could marry any type of person, like her, for instance. Horror of horrors. That goes against God's great plan. Okay, and uh, he goes on. Holding said, when it comes to our prepubescent children with no knowledge of sexuality, we demand that teachers exercise discretion and pro project professionalism. We do not care about any teacher's politics, which itself is bullshit. Oops. Okay. Uh, station manager Rob, uh, I'm sorry. It slipped. That's one of the words that I just can't say online. Okay. Onward. Uh, Bailey's attorney said she was not promoting an ideology, just merely discussing her family like other teachers do all the time without being suspended. Okay. Um, are heterosexual teachers that have a picture of their husband or wife or kids, are they promoting sexuality? No. 
are they teaching about it? No. Do kids come up occasionally and ask, oh, is that your wife, Mr. Brown? And he says, yes. And do the kids, the prepubescent kids, automatically envision Mr. Brown and his wife humping merrily in their bedroom? No. Um, it's just ridiculous to... And I'm going back to what this uh, holding, 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 what Paul Holdings said. When it comes to our prepubescent children, they should already have been exposed to some degree of where do babies come from. Mm. And he says, with no knowledge of sexuality, I think that's a failing of you as a dad. Um and he says, we demand that teachers exercise discretion. They are. They are. And project professionalism. Okay, was Stacy Bailey not projecting professionalism because she's a gay woman? And uh, he says, we do not care about any teacher's politics. Well, that is BS. It really is. This guy is a stupid MAGA head, probably a follower of the orange sociopathic bloat bag. Uh, and that's my interpretation of who he probably is. Okay, we are moving right along, time-wise. Okay. Arizona's governor... Greg Ducey is trying to out-hate Florida's Ron DeSantis. Ducey just signed Arizona Senate Bill 1138, which prohibits doctors from performing genital reassignment surgery to minors, including mastectomies or mammoplasties. I had never uh, known the actual real term for adding breasts, and they have to be these, uh, oh, silicone uh, pillow-like additions to a chest. So um, a, a trans girl will... Uh, Look more like a girl. Okay. Like a traditional girl. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I lost my place in my notes. Uh, mammoplasty. Mammoplasties to feminize or masculinize a patient's chest to be more in line with their gender identity. Well, that goes against God's great plan. We can't have that in Arizona. Okay, and, okay, he's not done with his hate and fear yet. And he just signed Senate Bill 1165, which requires all interscholastic sports to be very, very narrowly defined as to what gender uh, is. Effectively denying trans student athletes 
the ability to play on teams most consistent with their gender identity. Now, I was researching this bill, uh, and I didn't find what grades it applies to. It said grammar through university. Now, does grammar go all the way back to kindergarten or or pre-K or whatever? Um, girls have to be girls and boys have to be boys. And the authors of these bills, Republicans, every single damn one of them, uh, always say girls shouldn't be competing against boys. They just do not recognize that there are transgender kids. They are just ignorant. Oh, God, I wish I could swear on, on the radio. Uh, excuse me. I need to take a sip of my calm-down juice. It's just a cranberry raspberry. It's not wine. That will come later when I pet my cat a little bit. Okay. All right, where was I? <coughs> he coughed and uh, consulted his notes again. I'm sure the YouTube people enjoy watching me sip my stuff and take a break and take a deep breath. Okay, and consult my notes. Okay, and he just signed Senate Bill 1165 requiring oral interscholastic sports to narrowly define gender, effectively denying trans student athletes the ability to play on teams most consistent with their gender identity. A recent uh, Trevor Project survey found that 85% of trans and non-binary youth felt that debates around anti-trans bills negatively impacted their mental health. Well, duh. Here's a bunch of uh, suit-wearing Republicans snarling at them and calling them a danger to our society and unchristian and going against God's great plan and Republicans. Fear and hate. That's the whole ethos of the Republican Party. Okay, time check. Okay, onward. Okay, Ducey said that the bill's intent was to protect Girl sports, which of course is BS. The Arizona Interscholastic. Let me start again. The Arizona Interscholastic Sports Medicine Advisory Committee says that out of roughly 170,000 high school athletes, the committee oversees, it has fielded only. 16 appeals from transgender youth since 2017. The committee said it's 
not a problem that needs solving by the state government. And they didn't say Republicans, but I will. Uh, the committee said that it's not a problem that needs solving by Republican politicians. Mm. Uh, Utah governor, and I think he's a Republican. He, he has to be. They don't have anything but Republicans. Uh, I mean, it didn't. This little news blurb that I wrote in a, that I read. I didn't write it. I read it. Uh, didn't list his party affiliation, but Utah Governor Spencer Cox vetoed a similar Republican-sponsored bill saying, okay, and this is a nice quote from him uh, on a number of levels, and which I will go into. Okay, he, Spencer Cox, quote, rarely has so much fear and anger been directed at so few. And then he goes on, I don't understand what transgender kids are going through or why they feel the way they do, but I want them to live, as in not commit suicide, which um, is a problem in the uh, LGBTQ community in general. And the trans community youth in particular. And uh, I uh, am peripherally a member of uh, the Trevor Project, which is a um, organization that tries to keep down the amount of suicides within the LGBTQ community. And uh, they're a, a very worthwhile organization. And uh, I would urge all of my listeners out there to, uh, if you got an extra five or 10 bucks laying around to donate it to um, the uh, Trevor Project, especially on this day, March 31st, the International Transgender Visibility Day. Okay, where was I? Okay, Governor Spencer Cox. Uh, I want them to live. Well, good for him. Okay, Barry, going back to the Arizona uh, sports thing, uh, Barry Ahrens, who was testifying uh, before the Arizona legislature, uh, on behalf of the Arizona Interscholastic Association, he explained that about a dozen trans students have applied to play on a team aligning with their gender identity. Are you ready for this? In the last decade, about a dozen students in the last decade in Arizona. This is a problem that, well, it, it's not a problem, but that's not going to stop Republicans from piling on just so they can demonstrate to their base the, the fear and hatred that they have of the LGBTQ community. 
Um, the uh, uh, Petaluma local newspaper here it comes out only on Thursdays. Uh, they had an article uh, about a pride flag being stolen from in front of one of the schools in the uh, uh, Old Adobe School District, specifically Miwok School. Um, and so, you know, parents are upset about this and teachers and everybody's upset about it. So uh, in response, uh, pride flags were run up the flagpole uh, at all the six schools that are in the Old Adobe School District. Uh, my boys went to uh, La Tessera School, which is in the Old Adobe District. And uh, th this is way before um, pride, flag, pride flags were a thing. But uh, I'm, um, I'm, I'm proud of the uh, uh, supervisors and of the uh, Old Adobe School District for jumping right on this. What they do is up the flagpole. First goes the United States flag. Second goes the uh, state of California flag, and third um, comes the pride flag. So there's three flags flying at all the uh, um, school, in front of all the school offices, flagpole. Okay. Whew, I got about five more minutes. Uh, I'm going to be talking... Uh, on another show, probably the next one or maybe the one after that, about Derek Bell. And he is the, the inventor of the concept of CRT. Now, I've said, which is, okay, uh, critical race theory, the great fear of Republicans. And this happened in the 1970s. Well, Critical race theory builds upon critical theory, which was a Marxian term, and I'm not going to go into it in detail, but uh, that's something for uh, 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 the next show or the show after this. I will go into critical race theory yet again. Okay, there's an article I ran across, um, let's see, March 29th, uh, two days ago. Uh, the Pope hosts Canadians who request apology for indigenous schools. Now, I went into this a little bit, well, actually a lot, about half a show, and this was about a year ago, and... Uh, it's a, a group of indigenous Canadians who went to the Vatican City, had an audience with the Pope, and they're hoping that the Pope comes to Canada and issues a, an apology to indigenous uh, peoples in Canada because their kids, uh, beginning 
okay, I'll look this up exactly for the show that I'm going to do this on. Um, in the 1880s, uh, there was a program of uh, forced assimilation into uh, white culture. So indigenous kids were taken away from their parents and sent to these uh, residential schools where they were, well, mostly run by the Catholic Church. There was a few other uh, Christian denominations that ran some of the schools, but mostly they were Catholics. And talk about wolves guarding the hen house, giving your kids to priests and nuns. You're just asking for abuse of every kind, including sexual abuse. And I've gone into that on uh, previous shows. Um, without going into it more in detail, in sickening detail here, I'm going to play my out music right now. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. Support community radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma community access and remember think critically think logically but live joyously and most importantly pet your cats okay well that does it for another week and uh, doing this show uh, both on radio and YouTube Boy, this really gets a lot of frustrations out of my system. It's more for my own mental health than anything. And whatever knowledge I toss out there for the people who watch and listen to this, uh, it's kind of a bonus. But uh, And any little influence that I can have, and believe me, it's little influence on... Uh, getting rid of Republicans out of our country, uh, you know, my efforts will have been worth it. Okay, it's uh, 58, and I've been cut off at the 58-minute mark by KPCA LP 103.3, which is an affiliate of Petaluma Community Access. Okay, until next week, bye-bye.